Welcome to Sex Empowerment with Helen and Halima. We want to thank you for joining us. We have a very special topic for you today. Uh, and happy 2024, Helen. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> Hello. This is, our, this is our first recording of the year. So today we're going to talk about how to look great and feel sexy after 40. That's a big topic. A lot of people want to know. Um, and Helen's going to share a lot of her secrets and wisdom and information about about what it really takes. Like we know, like we know about the makeup and the cosmetic surgery, <laughs> but we want to talk about the natural things that we can do, practices um, that we can embody and and utilize to look great and feel sexy. So, um, Helen, what do you think um, is the most important ingredient? and feeling feeling great and looking sexy after 40. I think in my opinion it's health to feel mm-hmm. healthy. I remember when I was a kid my grandma used to say to me the most important ingredient for happiness is health. And I remember how I underestimated this. I thought my grandma knows nothing about life <laughs> because <laughs> when you're in your 20s or 30s or even uh, younger you take things like your health for granted but when you reach that kind of significant age we talk about 40 plus 50 plus that's when you really start to think about health and especially in current situation with contaminated air contaminated food and water we have a lot of people who uh, struggle with health issues. Oh, absolutely. And I, I love your grandmother's statement. Um, you know, it, it, I think there's a statement that says that the, the youth is wasted on the young or something like that. Whereas as you get older, you appreciate <laughs> your youth more than when you were actually younger. You didn't know just how great you had it until like you're in your 40s or 50s or 60s or so. So... And we're also redefining what it is to, you know, to be 40 or 50 or 60. We're seeing some amazing people who have, um, like, Ernestine Shepherd, who was like 80, I believe 80-ish, 82, 83, who, maybe even older, who um, I found out about her 10 years ago on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. She's like, she won a competition for bodybuilding. She is so beautiful. We have so many examples now that um, we can look great and feel sexy after the age of 40. So in my parents' generation or my grandparents' generation, those models, I don't think they had, or I mean, Jacqueline was one of the big ones back in the day. Um, but now we have so many more examples. So we know that it can happen, which I think is a big thing, is believing that you can maintain youthfulness um, and not buying into the co- the age concept that you have to age and wither and, and, and not have sex and, and not feel sexy. I completely agree with you, and I believe that age is just a number, really. But uh, it's just when we kind of go through life, we accumulate a lot of things, knowledge, we accumulate resources, and we also accumulate bad stuff as well. So when we reach certain age, that's when we start to feel it more. That's why... I refer this, but I absolutely agree with you that age is just a number. Awesome. So 
health. So we're going to talk about health and how it impacts your energy level, how it impacts your uh, your feeling, how you feel inside your attitude. So when it comes down to health, what are some of the um, health um, recommendations that you offer to your clients um, to keep themselves feeling um, great and looking sexy? When I work as a psychosexual and relationship therapist and people come to me with sexual function issues, I tend to look at uh, the problem on a bit wider scale because I believe that your body, mind and soul are interrelated. And it's important if you want to get help and get uh, successful results in the resolution of, say, psychosexual problems or psychological problems, it's also important to look at the condition of your body because your body is a, is a temple for your soul. And if you neglect it, uh, if you abuse it, then your soul is not going to be happy about it. Your mind is not going to be happy about it. And what I've learned through experience and not just my client's experience, but my own experience is that your health starts with your digestive system. Because digestive system is where your body, your physical body, nourishes itself from and drinks from. So... Your digestive system has to be in immaculate condition in order to prevent any diseases, in order to prevent aging, in order to, you know, feel physically and psychologically healthy. But unfortunately, a lot of people um, do not really acknowledge that, do not really pay attention to that. If there is a problem, of any type, they would go to doctor, doctor would prescribe medicine, and they're going to be, you know, done with that and get on with their life. Unfortunately, medicine doesn't resolve problems. It doesn't resolve the roots. In, in fact, it can cause more damage to your immune system. It can cause more damage to your other organs and so on. So I believe that if you suffer from any kind of um, health-related issues, the first thing to do is to look at your digestive system that starts with cleansing and, of course, with nourishment as well. But that comes afterwards. So first you, you cleanse your digestive system, you hydrate your body with high-quality water, and afterwards you nourish it with the right um, food. How do you suggest that that how there's so many ways to cleanse the body, right? There's, I mean, I've done on, on so many cleanses throughout the years. Uh, you know, you can do a water fast, you can do a juice fast, you can do I did the olive oil flush. Um, I've done so many, you know, like the master cleanse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's so many ways to cleanse the body. As sometimes um, people who who may have never done a cleanse before, this can be quite challenging um, because. There's so much buildup that they can have, uh, you know, a healing crisis, if you will, and may and may not want to go further. So, um, how do you recommend someone who may have never started or may have never heard of what you're saying about the digestive system being? I mean, so many doctors have supported what you're saying about the, the digestive system being where health resides in the gut. Like you have to have a healthy gut. We have uh, many issues that I know, like the leaky gut syndrome. Um, all kind of issues occur when there's some issue in the gut. So 
you're just watching this, you're just hearing about cleansing, how would you recommend someone starting a cleanse? Well, uh, you're absolutely right. There are lots of different ways. First of all, I would uh, recommend to do your own research uh, and see which way is more appropriate for you in terms of methods, in terms of finances, in terms of time, because uh, the the number of these methods are unlimited. But um, I would like to share my personal experience with my recent travel to Thailand, where there are specific uh, places, they're called detox centers or wellness centers. There are lots of them, not just in Thailand, they're all over the world, but uh, they uh, do different things and their purpose is kind of to detox you. Um, it could be detox you mentally, detox you physically. But the one that I'm going to share um like about the information about that was specifically designed to, um, you know, to, to give you like a proper kickstart to the whole um, process of rejuvenation, of cleansing. And it starts with your digestive system because when you come there, it's like a resort uh, and it accommodates maximum 14 people there. And they're located on the beach, so you have like a access to private, um, like a beach to to the seaside, which was fantastic, which was lovely. Um, and um, uh, what you do there is you are under supervision of uh, program directors and uh, also. Um, physiotherapists who um, kind of like they they create like a bespoke program for you taking into account your needs your physical condition your mental uh, condition your specifics and then they have like individual programs and then you have like a group program as well if you want to participate uh, so um what it was is basically um every day starts with like six o'clock in the morning and you start with the 90 minute walk through the jungle or through other routes they used to like um you know um choose different routes and they were quite scenic and quite interesting in that place but i could never believe how important um you know that morning start is because when you like wake up and the first thing you do you, you go you do you just do a physical exercise and there were people who couldn't walk for different reasons so they would uh, start to exercise in the swimming pool for example for 90 minutes and after that um you plunge into your uh, personal program that would include um, specific food or uh, juicing. So all day, all, you're not given food, you're just given uh, juices and you're given alkaline water. Uh, in addition to that, um, you are um, provided with um, equipment that will uh, help you and obviously all of these things you are kind of explained and demonstrated and stuff um you do colonic irrigation 
and um, there are lots of other things as well, uh, lots of other procedures that you do. But um, the interesting thing is that by the end of uh, this period of time of your stay, uh, there is something changes in your mind and your body completely. Because you get rid uh, not just of physical waste you've been carrying inside you for so many years, but you also get rid of some emotional baggage as well that have uh, been accumulated in your mind, especially if you had stressful year or stressful job. And there were people who came there for different reasons. There were people who were there to, to heal their trauma. There were people who were there who wanted to get rid of addictions like alcohol, uh, alcoholism or drug addictions, you know, or give up smoking. Um, there were people there who just wanted to, you know, start something new, like, you know, they been in toxic relationships and they just uh, wanted to kind of re recharge. They wanted to turn their page over and you know start, start something new and it's incredible how magical it becomes because by the end of that uh, period of time something changes in you you start glowing uh, everybody was like everybody's skin was glowing and of course it's because uh, you're not eating it's because you're doing physical exercises you're doing colonic irrigation you're doing liver flush which was quite unpleasant procedure but incredibly, um, you know, um, how to say it, um, liberating, I would say. <laughs> and um, they uh, also do massages for you. So every day you get like 90 minute uh, professional massage. Uh, so your body is kind of worked on inside out and when you come out from that place which is quite um, you know like it's it's like institution it's like establishment <laughs> you can't really <laughs> run away and the way they are located they are located kind of in the, a bit of um, isolation from the main roads uh, so uh, you come out as a completely different person and oh, that sounds amazing um, and it feels like you have like a, um, for, for people who may have never done this before, you have support. Oh, but, yes. So that's a big part of it. That's a big part of it. And it's not just support from the staff because the staff there was uh, absolutely lovely, but the support is from people who are doing it as well with you because you kind of, uh, when you, go there you meet people at different stages so you might meet someone who's like at the end of their being like their time there or people who just newly arrived and they share you know their experiences you meet people who are there not for the first time who come there every year for example as a way of you know keeping themselves healthy physically and emotionally and yes, so you kind of uh, witness the obvious results from those who do it as well. So it's quite that's, encouraging. That's amazing. And, you know, um, for those people who would benefit from that, uh, who are interested in that, that resonates um, because you create a community. And if you need the structure, especially if you have some other serious condition, you really need to deal with that structure um, and communities, I think will be highly um, uh, valuable. 
So like for say for someone who may not want to travel and they just want to maybe start with maybe one or two things they could do at the house to start to cleanse the, the digestion system. Um, I know you speak about water as well. So what are some of the other the other recommendations? Yes, there are actually, uh, well, uh, like we already said, there are lots of different systems. So you can start with water, water but alkaline water. Um, there is a specific water fasting thing. Um, you can also do your research and find a lot of information about that. Um, there is a juice fasting that you, I, I actually, I used to do juice fasting uh, at home before I discovered this place. And uh, there is a quite good book by Jason Vale. Um, I don't know if you heard about it, but he's quite famous in the UK. And he produced um, a number of books. Uh, it's not just about uh, juicing, but also it's about um, food. Because um, some people might not uh, like juice or might not uh, able to do juice, so they can't can start with food as well. Specifically designed food that will help you to, you know, rejuvenate and cleanse and lose weight and um, just kind of bring your mind uh, to the peace. Because the interesting thing is um, what's really happening to your mind. <laughs> when you do this and of course there are programs with uh, supplements as well so there is a specific pro pro um, program that i use mm -hmm. um as well um occasionally so that's uh, based on supplements plant-based supplements and i guess what i hear i guess what i hear you saying and what resonates with me is, is i think you're cleansing should be something very personal and custom customized for you and where you are with your health um, and with, with your, you know, willingness, I should say. And everyone's yeah. going to do a 21 day. I did a 20, I did a 22 day juice fast. Um, and I wouldn't recommend someone off the couch to it unless you, that you feel aspired to it, but also, you know, um, knowing like where your deficiencies are and what you're, what you're needing. Like you made a really good point, Helen, about juicing may not be for someone who may have a, some, some, some other issue, but maybe I uh, know they do the green smoothie cleanse, which is another one I've done uh, often where you can get all your minerals from the greens, um, yeah. rotating your greens, obviously, but not juicing it. So yeah. you really want to make sure you do your own research. There's tons of, um, cleansings out there and also raw food I've done, I did raw food for about a whole year um, mm -hmm. and it was an amazing experience for me um, and it's just eating fruits and vegetables you know yeah. and it really get, get the uh, the waste out and also it um, again like the next the, I remember the next morning I was at 5 a.m. I had like four hours of sleep I felt like I could go out and run <laughs> like I felt so energized because digestion I think digestion is one of the um, one of the main uh, energy uh, of the body. It takes a lot of energy to digest food, and so yeah. when you're eating a lot, that's why I I, I recommend intermittent fasting. Um, I do intermittent fasting because it all the energy that was using to digest food at night and throughout the day all the time now it could be used to go into repairing the body. Mm -hmm. So, um, so when we can, um, 
raw food or just light food or not eating gives your digestion a break. So there's some things that you can do. You can research intermittent fasting and see if that's something that you want to do, a prolonged fasting um, that you might want to do as well. It's important to find your own way because not every method will work for you. For example, this uh, famous fashionable keto diet. For me, it doesn't do anything. I don't like it. It doesn't work. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I know people who love it and it, like, you know, they achieve fantastic results and it's great. It's but, for example, somebody would prefer low carb diet. That's what I actually, um, I wouldn't even call it diet. I would just say uh, choosing products in the right way that I, for example, discovered for myself and I love it. It works for me, you know. That, that's amazing. It has to work for you because some people will work. One thing I realized in my own journey is that, you know, when you get exposed to something, it works for you. You want to be the preach police and things like that. I'm not longer like that because I realize everyone's an individual. Yes. And what works for one person may not work, which is like exercise and movement, which we can talk about as well. Um, But everyone's um, not a runner, right? And maybe I have bad knees. So maybe, you know, maybe walking would be good for me or swimming. So we're we're very, we're individuals. And I think our, our cleansing, our detox, our eating lifestyle, our movement, exercise should be very individual as well methods of finding this should be very individual but they obviously the principles are kind of the same because obviously our body is getting accumulated a lot of toxins because we eat really unhealthy food and uh, contaminated food uh we we drink polluted water we breathe polluted air and that's unfortunately what um kind of get stuck in our body. Blasts, different bacteria, parasites that live inside us and rob us from uh, good stuff that we, you know, need, that our body needs. Do you probiotics for digestive as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's important. Of course. Of course. Uh, I would say um, when we talk about colonic irrigation, it's not kind of the universal method and it's not good for everybody and when you do it you have to do it with um you know with reason because you can wash out a lot of good bacteria that you need and then it can affect your health and it can actually can cause a bit maybe even more trouble for you than before (laughs) so when you do it you have to like be careful and understand exactly what you are doing. That's why it's good to, if you have never done it before, if you have no clue what you're doing, it's better to start in places where you will be supervised or instructed, you know, explained. Um, and then you can, you know, continue with the the ways that you find suitable for yourself. Awesome. So everyone has to do their own research <laughs> into, into if colonic is something you wouldn't do. I've done them um, before. I had a wonderful lady who was a healer um, and she was just, I mean, her name was India Holloway. Shout out to India. And this lady, she talking about looking great and feeling, and looking, and feeling sexy after 40. I could not even guess her age. That's how great she looked. And she was my colon, um, what she called it? Um, colon therapist or colonic something she called herself and i recommended everybody to her 
And everybody that I recommend only went to her once. But the magic was in after three sessions. That's when I felt this euphoric feeling. It was like, whoa, it was like you get so much waste out. We just really don't, we get a, um, comfortable or we adopt, we get um, just very comfortable with being weighed down with the waste that we think is normal. But when it leaves you, it's like, it's like a euphoric feeling that comes to you. Yeah, it's like liberation, like I mentioned already. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> so what? So we mentioned digestion. What other ingredient that you feel um, supports the healthy, uh, a healthy body? Hydration, we already mentioned then. That. Okay. And of course, uh, sports, movement, movement. And again, you find your own way what is best for you because uh, jogging might not be the right uh, thing for you, especially if you have bad knees or injury or overweight, but walking might be good for you. Or if walking is not right for you, swimming might be good for you, you know? So everybody's kind of finding their own way, but a movement is essential. And we're not talking about something uh, unusual. It's kind of as old as the day, all this kind of messes. But the interesting thing, regardless what humanity tries to in invent, um, we're going back to initial stuff. I remember well, when... Sorry? Going back to the basics, going back to... Yeah, yeah basics. <laughs> I remember when I got back from Thailand and was speaking to a friend of mine who's struggling with... Um, weight loss and stuff she told me that oh she she booked an appointment for some kind of called uh, stomach reconstruction or something like this they said to her look this is just a waste of your time or money or whatever go back to basics because that's what works <laughs> which goes into like the um the need for immediate gratification like you know like i I want to look, I have a body now, I want to have this now, you know. Made you um, feel. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things on the market, so many things out there that are sold because they what they know people want this immediate. Like you them don't have time. And they want immediate, exactly like you're saying, Halima, you know. But when you really see result, you will definitely find time. So there's no short, short, shortcuts to health. No. Um, and by the way, I'm not sure if you want me to share share this or not, Helen. But Helen is a massive, master belly dancer. So, when you, how do you would you recommend dance as a part of fitness? Absolutely, dance is uh, probably one of the best ways to get back in shape, and also it's fantastic for your mental health. It's it's actually even, um, I read somewhere like a research that it's even helps you to prevent from uh, dementia. So because it's uh, intellectual involvement when you exercise, when you, when you dance. Uh, so it's quite a um, big one. That's awesome. I, I didn't know about that, about the bug dance and dementia connection. Very interesting. So movement. So we have digestion. We have hydration. These are going back to basics. We need high quality water. Um, of course, nutrition. So that's something that we have to do. And we know the soil is not as fertile and, and um, nutrient dense as it once was. So we have to 
do what we can to supplement and get our, our minerals and vitamins. And movement. What about hormones? Hormones essential, of course, but hormones, our hormonal balance depends on our health. Because obviously, if uh, there is a problem with your system, then it affects your organs that produce your hormones. And hormonal imbalance leads to a lot of uh, illnesses that they try to resolve with medications that obviously don't resolve them, but make your system worse, make your condition worse. For the women over 40 who may be premenopausal or going through menopause or heading yeah, premenopausal, or even women after menopause, um, and the hormones play a big factor in that. So do you work with women? How do you support women with going through this whole process? Uh, well, again, everything comes back to the initial stage because I witnessed cases when women suffered from really bad uh, like um, endometriosis. And one of the worst things I kind of witnessed as well, when women were offered to remove their uterus in, as a treatment for endometriosis, which is, I feel, is a barbaric in doing that. Um, but what I witnessed as well is when women resolve this problem, of course, endometriosis is something that you can't uh, Pro, like you can't uh, treat it like you, you can't treat it for good so it would completely like disappear however as soon as digestive system in place as soon as um, your body is cleansed nourished protected all the symptoms that women suffer from when they have endometriosis they go and even I witnessed uh, situations when women couldn't get pregnant after like 10 years of trying everything, when they resolved their condition of their system, they got pregnant as well. So things like this, again, we're going back to basics. All right. Because your body is so full of resources. Your body is programmed to survive in the worst conditions. But all you need to do is to look after it properly. And would you say also with going back to movement, um, I know you also, uh, Helen, you're a pelvic floor therapist as well. So having toned um, muscles, vaginal muscles, and doing some sexual fitness, would that support women in helping them go through, you know, helping them look, feel sexy after 40, of course, um, but also going through the menopausal stage? Yes, uh, the thing is that when you do pelvic floor fitness, you exercise not just your pelvic muscles, you, act as, uh, you exercise your pelvis organs as well. Ligaments um, involved in your pelvic organs, especially um, ovaries, and it improves your uh, hormonal balance. Again, there were cases when uh, menopause was reversed. So... After starting this program, um, like there were cases when women didn't have menopause for a few years and then they started to have it again. So um, there are lots of uh, interesting <laughs> things happening when you involve your 
body resources in a different way. How was that? Like you saying that the women who were in menopause, were told they were in a menopause, started the program exercising. Um, yes. Their menstruation came Administration came back, yes. And they started, well, to feel, uh, again, <laughs> like they thought it's, it's the end, thank you very much, but actually it got back. But in a, in a good way. Because <laughs> going home, menstruation can be quite painful and heavy and all that, the, uh, nothing like that. In fact, women who suffer from heavy uh, and painful uh, men's, they um, improve that as well. Awesome. So are there any other ingredients to this, um, how to look great and feel sexy after 40? Any other recommendations? Positivity, doing things that you love, learning how to achieve pleasure from everything in life, from every moment of your life, learning how to achieve pleasure. And it's actually not as simple as it might sound. It sounds really simple when you said it. <laughs> yeah. So how does one go about that? I mean, maybe there's no, um, you know, formula for this, but let's just say how. How do you do that? Well, um, replacing your language, your way of thinking. What do I like to do? What would I like to do? What would I, what would I love to do? If you're um, more kind of attentive to the way you speak and the way you think, how many words you use that include love, that include like, want instead of I've got to do it, I ought to do it, I'm obligated to do it. This is very important, little thing, but it changes your level of energy, your perception, your self-esteem, your self-love completely. I love that. And I just want to share, like I had a um, spiritual mom who I never knew her age. Her name was Atari. She was a raw foodist and she actually, you know, started me on that path back in the day. And she would never speak her age. This woman could move better than me at the time. She got around. She had a business. I mean, I, I was thinking maybe she was in her characteristic, but I was told later that she may have been quite much older than that. But I think what I learned from her um, and from other people is that um, we put a limitation. Uh, we There's this program that we buy into that you you're born, you know, you graduate from school, you get married, you get a job, retire, and die, right? And and, and maybe that's by 50, 60, you know. And so we have to have expect expectancy to be vibrant and, and to be healthy and have vitality. Um, like, I don't ever say um, I caught something or I, um, no one in my family, they know not to say that stuff to me at all. I don't buy into anything of that nature. I keep my, my thoughts about like what it is to be an age. What is it to be an age? Like really it's just a limitation. It's just a program that we buy into. So I think that's a big part. Um, me and my friend would laugh. We joke and say we're going to have babies when we're 80. Um, that's just to say there's no limitations on anything. <laughs> that would be quite funny, right? To see, but <laughs> But that's how we play. So I think being playful with the uh, concept of um, 
sometimes people fail because they're at a certain age, they expect decline, but that has nothing to do with it. It's their choices sometimes is, is, is the big part of it. Like how they're eating, how they're sleeping. And sleep is a big one as well. Like, are we getting quality of sleep? Uh, are we getting quality of air as well? Um, and so all of these, what we talk about hydration, digestion, um, and our hormonal health and movement, right? Um, th- those have a lot more power than we realize. It's not, it has nothing to do with the age you are at the time. So that's just my little piece to it is to always be playful, push the envelope on these stories you hear and what your parents could do and couldn't do and your what we see. But now we have a lot more um, models, if you will, examples of how to look and feel great, to look great and feel sexy and 40 and beyond. We have many examples now. I think to social media, we have access to. Absolutely. And if we take into account the fact that the human body starts aging since the age of 25. 25 is the age when we start aging. So if we were like all these processes starting in our body, right? So if we would think about it and like, you know, put up with that and like had that in our mentality, oh, I'm getting old since I'm 25. Then what? Basically, most three quarters of your life, you, you, you're supposed to be old or what? Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah what I mean. Yes, so, yeah, age is just a number. You have lots of resources not to feel old, not to, you know, kind of age, but to, to live full life. To its full potential. I love it. I love it. So, any last Disney nugget before we end? I can't believe we all, we've been here for almost an hour. Um, well, just um, really love yourself. Learn to love yourself. Do not put up with limitations. Do not put up with uh, things that other people tell you that you can't do because remember that negativity negative emotions is something that comes naturally something that we don't need to work hard to experience negative emotions because they are ingrained in us as a way of protecting us as a way of survival but in order to feel positive um, positive emotions you need to be um you need to have intellect. You need to work hard. You need to put some efforts to feel positive. And positivity is basically what uh, makes us uh, alive, really. Hope and positivity. I love that because you're saying that, hey, you know, it's so easy for us to get into the negative. Yeah. You know, we, we have a hundred compliments, but that one the criticism is going to haunt us, right? <laughs> so we have to work at... Um, getting into that positive state so with that um we're gonna see you guys next week it's been a pleasure helen as always see you guys <laughs>